everyone. I have been thinking a lot lately about groups and being a part of a group. I've been to quite a few events this month. I'm just getting back from Washington DC where I presented at a conference and before that I know I already talked about conscious discipline and that whole week-long camp where I was there as a participant in Texas and even just this weekend, I a high school class reunion and got to see lots of familiar faces there. So I've really been thinking about finding your people and being part of a group. I've had so many experiences just this month in such a short time that have related to connecting with other people, having conversations with other people, and who are the familiar faces in the room. Even at Conscious Discipline, it was a group of complete strangers except one coworker that I went with. But even throughout the week, we shared our meals together. We sat at the same table during the workshops together. Really, everyone seeks out those familiar faces who they want to connect with. And many participants sat with this same group of people at every meal. And some traveled around a little more and widened their network and tried to make friends with as many people as they could during the week. But we still seek out those familiar faces. I saw it again at the reunion. It was really fun having my closest, closest friends there who I've been friends with for years and years and years, but also connecting with all of the other familiar faces there. And I have to say, one thing that Facebook has done has brought some comfortableness and familiarity to all of those faces that we recognize and we may not have been as close with some people in high school but we feel like we know them because we see their faces and their posts and their stories on Facebook so it makes it easier to connect and I had so many really fun conversations with people who I haven't been as close to over the years, but it was really fun to connect and to feel like somehow everyone in that room was part of a larger group. And of course, our lower brains recognize the need to be part of a group in order for survival. That's the way it was a long time ago. And now it's not true to that extent. But sometimes it still does feel like impending doom when something happens that makes you feel like you'll be outcasted from a group. Way back when we had to be part of the group to stay alive, to survive and to get food. But now it may sometimes feel that way when you find yourself in a situation where someone's talking about you behind your back or you feel like you're getting dissed from a group or left out of a group. And that's why social media can really sometimes now invoke those feelings of loneliness in some people if they feel like somehow they're not included in groups that include other people. That's why a lot of our younger generations and our older ones too. Sometimes we can look at social media and compare and despair when we look at other people and it seems like their lives are better or they get more inclusion than we feel like we do. So when we are choosing the groups 
that we belong to. There are those that are handed to us. Of course, we're born into some kind of original family most of the time. We have the groups that just come to us. So say a school group, depending on what school you you go to, or your work family that's just there because of the job that you choose. And then there are the groups that we choose. And we may choose groups of people that have similar interests. So a sport, a hobby, a political group or social interests, things like that. It can feel hard to just jump around and switch groups. I have to say, I've always admired those people way back in high school that seemed to be friends with everyone and they just connected with all different groups. That's so admirable to me because it can feel hard to jump around and switch groups. Our lower brain also wants to always conserve its energy. And staying with the same group accomplishes that task because it's easier. While we ultimately want to belong to groups that are good for us in the long term and may support our identity, support our dreams, respect our point of view, sometimes we might find that we belong to groups that don't feel very supportive of us and it can feel really hard to leave a group and find a new one. Some examples of groups that might not be the best for you. Let's say you find yourself in a bad marriage or relationship or a group that has hate for other groups, such as right now you'll find that a lot when it comes to politics. Groups that might criticize everyone else outside of the group or that might feel threatened by other groups. There can be an example of this even in losing weight. You could find yourself part of a group that criticizes others who have lost weight or have an ideal body weight so that it may feel hard to even leave that group of people who find comfort in the fact that they're trying to lose weight and they feel more comfortable there. There could be groups that rely on bad habits or get their identity by somehow being any kind of type of a victim. So you might find this in groups of people with low income or a small house that they're shaming other people who fall outside of that group. They're maybe shaming someone else who has a large expensive house or who makes a lot of money. But leaving a group that is hard to leave may also mean entry into a new group. And once you are acclimated into a new group that is a better fit for you, you will most likely only wish that you had gone over to the new group sooner. Have you ever dragged your feet on leaving a bad relationship? or a friendship for a long time, even for years. And then once you finally do, you just feel like kicking yourself for not doing it sooner. And if that example doesn't apply to you, then I'm sure you can think of some other change that you have made in your life that you would have chosen to do earlier if you had the chance to go back and do it all over again. It can be scary to change, but once you know that you are going to land on your feet, on the other side and be safe, then that jump is not so scary anymore. I want to talk for a moment about one specific kind of group. It is coaching community. I have been in some coaching communities before, several different ones actually. 
I've had the chance to see what parts of the community really work for me and which parts are just not as important for me. For those of you that are not familiar with the coaching community, I want to fill you in on just a few of the types of things that coaches offer. First, one type is those that offer one-on-one coaching. And this is typically a Zoom call between you and a coach that might feel a bit like a therapy session. You get to talk about whatever it is that is feeling like a problem for you or a goal that you want to get to, but you might be struggling with. And the coach might lead the session with questions for you. The main difference between coaching and therapy is that while therapy can help you cope with things that are getting in the way of your normal day-to-day functioning so that you can get to a place that feels regular and normal and typical. Coaching is the tool that can take you from normal functioning forward in your life to reach higher goals and aspirations to help you live a bigger and better life. That's how I like to think of the difference in a nutshell. Another thing that can be offered in a coaching program are group coaching calls. This is exactly what it sounds like, a group Zoom call or a webinar call where someone gets coached live and everyone else can listen or watch. It sounds like you might get less out of this type of coaching, but almost always by listening to other people get coached, you can relate some part of your life to the problem that they are having and you can really get a lot out of it without putting yourself right there in the hot seat. You can learn also from the way that the coach coaches. What questions do they ask? How does the coach hold space for the person that they are coaching? And the perspective shift that is offered by the coach as a different way to view the challenge. And then you can take those things and use them towards yourself. Other things that might be offered are written coaching, either to a portal or by email or even voice or text messages. And that is what it sounds like. You send in a question and you get a written answer. Another one is recorded workshops or lessons or calls that you can watch on your own. That's another type of offering from coaches in their program. And the last piece that I wanna mention is some kind of a group, like a Facebook group community where you can both get information or you can interact with each other's in the community. The key to choosing a coach or a program is to find out what will work for you. Some people love individual coaching because they want that back and forth interaction with a coach live in the moment. They want the personal relationship with their coach and they feel like they're held more responsible for their homework when they have to meet with someone face to face. But for some, that can feel very overwhelming and they prefer to come to a group coaching call and to sit back and learn from seeing others be coached. Group coaching can feel more like being part of a network of others who are in the same boat as you that you can learn from and can make it a little easier to give yourself some grace. Email or written coaching may also be for you or not for you. Clients tend to either use it heavily 
if it works for them, or they tend to not use it at all if it's part of the program. Trainings and workshops can be a huge source of information for you about topics that you can then apply to your own personal situation. Coaches have often been through things before that you might now be going through, and you can use their personal experience and knowledge to help yourself. It is wise to make trainings just a piece of the puzzle though and combine it with coaching because sometimes it can be very tempting to just consume and consume information but then not take that extra step to apply it to your life and take new actions. We can even use learning as a form of buffering to avoid the things that we want to do but would rather not just get started. And then finally, Facebook groups can be another piece that might be a good fit for you because you like that interaction piece and you find it comforting and motivating and informative to learn from others. Or you might find that this piece is something that just takes time away from other things that you want to be doing. But I am going through the elements of some coaching programs to let you know that the key is to find someone who resonates with the things that you want to learn, the challenges that you are facing, or who has knowledge in areas where you want to grow, and someone who offers the type of program that you think will work for you. I am offering a brand new program, and if you think that it could be a good fit for you, then I want you here with me so that we can start making progress together right now. It starts in December, and it is going to offer four workshops a month with coaching questions and answers each month. There are recorded trainings in the portal as well that can be consumed at your own pace. There is Also, individual email coaching included and a Facebook group community as well. So it offers a little bit of every type of coaching, including individual coaching appointments that can be made each quarter of the year. So if you are interested in joining me for this new program, just go to my website and that is katebixler.com and all of the details will be there to join. I also wanna make sure that you know that this is a lifetime access program and what that means is that you won't pay for each coaching call or each workshop individually. You also will not pay me monthly to stay in the program for the length of time that you wanna stay in the program. For this program, you would pay the cost of the program, which is $1,000, either in one payment, and then you are done forever, and you are always in, or you can do 10 monthly payments of $100 a month, and then you are done. After the 10 months, You are done paying, but you are in the program forever. So that is what the lifetime access is to the program. And that's not for one product that's complete or for a length of time to do just one-on-one coaching for me. That is for all of the parts of the program. But it's a continuing program. It's not a product, like a package of information. You consume it and then you're done. Some coaches sell a product like that. This is for a continuing program that will keep growing month after month, year after year. 
But once you're in, you're in for life. So when you finish those 10 payments, that's it. You're done paying forever. And then the last thing that I want you to know about this is that it might not be the perfect program for you, or I might not be the perfect coach for you. There may be someone else or another type of program that you fit with better. But if you do feel like I could be a good fit for you and that this program is the type of program that might work for you to fit into your life, to take you from wherever it is that you are right now in your life to the place that you want to be so that you can handle your challenges as they come up or reach the goals that you are setting as you set them, or even if you just want to live your life a little bit happier than you are now, then come on board right now. Just go to the website, katepixler.com, and sign up so that you will be in for December and you won't miss a thing. You will have access to the portal as soon as it opens up in December, and you will get a calendar of the December Zoom calls, and they will also all be recorded. So you don't have to worry about missing one of those calls. They will be offered different days, different times each week, but you might prefer to watch them on your own time instead of coming to the calls live. So whether or not you decide to take advantage of this coaching program, I want to encourage you to go out there in the world and find your group, find your people and get to know them and learn from them and then apply what you want to learn, what you learn from others to your own life. Decide on what goals you're going to set and go find others who have already achieved those goals and who can help you and is willing to help you. Wouldn't it be a shame if, if there was a big network of others out there who are interested in the exact same things that you are interested in and you never found those people? Life is short, so don't wait until you feel ready, completely 100% ready. If you know that you want to do something in your life, then just figure out just that next best step to take right now and just take it. I want you to get to your goals as much as you want to get to your goals. And if there is any way that I can help you, then please let me. Have a wonderful week, my friends. See you next time.